0: This is Fearless Beauties, a podcast dedicated to developing voices of color in the beauty industry. We are talking to estheticians, skin specialists, and business owners to uncover best skin practices, tactical career tips, and ultimately how we can create a better beauty industry together. I'm your host, Taylor Phillips,
1: And I'm your other co-host, Alina Velez. Welcome to the latest episode of the Fearless Beauties podcast.
0: Welcome to Season 3, Episode 6 of the Fearless Beauties Podcast. My name is Taylor, also known as Taylor Budgets. And I'm Alina, your certified advanced esthetician. And we are so excited to dive in into this episode. We are discussing body shaming. Mm, mm -hmm. Four snaps. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So this episode, of course, we're going to discuss body shaming, including how many people in society will shame Or question couples if they believe their level of attractiveness or body sizes are mismatched. And I just Mm -hmm. love that sentence because it basically says we're talking about how other people feel we should look. (laughs) It's just it's a hard no for me. So I thought we should start with the definition of body shaming. So I have two. The first one is... To criticize someone based on their shape, size, or appearance of their body. And then I thought this one was interesting. Body shaming is criticizing yourself or others because of some aspect of physical appearance. Mm. So that's a vague, vague, vague definition, but we're going to dive deep into it.
1: Yeah. I think we've talked about body shaming on another episode before, but kind of a different angle. So I wanted to talk about this story about Alicia McCarvel, who is a self-advocate with 5.4 million followers on TikTok. And she is married to her handsome husband, Scott. They've been married for 16 years. Well, they recently shared a reel where they showed off their wedding guest attire and then they transitioned from like wearing towels to their evening glam, right? They got like 40 million views on the reel. But of course, along with those views came some hate. After she posted the video and got all that feedback, she came and posted another video explaining her feelings so she's she said I posted a simple transition video of me and my husband going from towels to dressed up together this is not unlike what all kinds of different couples do on this app my video went viral and I think we all know why it's because of beauty standards we don't make sense just to give a little description if you don't follow her her husband is he's a fit guy And she's not super fit, but that's okay. She just, you know, is a little bit on the thicker side and people don't like Mm -hmm. it. And people have a lot to say about
0: it. So when this came out, I was actually like on my For You page on TikTok and I saw it. And I'm going to be honest about my first reactions. My first reaction was, ah, I see why this is viral. And that was it. Because to me, I don't give a flying flip of what another couple looks like if they love each other. Just knowing the society that we're in, there are people who will get together and say they're couples just to stir stuff up, get famous, get those brand deals, all that stuff. And then there's this other side This couple here where they're just in love with one another and they like the way they look together. And that's it. Whatever you have to say is what you have to say. I don't have TikTok, but I
1: did follow her on Instagram. You know, she had a really, really good point of um, Mm -hmm. just how much value we put into our body. So what I mean by that Mm -hmm. is she says, you know... Here, I'm just going to give you this whole little spiel. So she she goes on to say that a woman had slid into her husband DMs, basically saying that he should be with someone that looks like her, aka Thin. So here's disrespectful. the thing. Yeah, disrespectful. She goes on to say that, you know, me telling myself for the majority of our relationship that I'm not worthy of his love because of my body is the exact same thing as a thin woman telling him that she is worthy of him because of her body. So this is she, what, right. Yes. She says I'm undervaluing myself and she is overvaluing herself. We have both been made to believe that our value lies in our body. And it doesn't.
0: Yes. Uh, right. And that's body shaming. Uh-huh. Like I mentioned in in our definitions, criticizing yourself. OK, her thinking that she's thin enough is body shaming. Uh huh. It goes both because ways. I, right. I promise you, Alina, down the line, she was made to believe that the thinner she is, the more beautiful she is. And that is why psychology is so important. Because people will have you thinking that they are the S-H-I-T, the sugar honey iced tea, when they are broken inside. Social media is social media. It's just what you see. You don't see what happens before that picture or video is taken. Alicia is the most confident woman in the world, but we don't like it Mm -hmm. because we're uncomfortable. Right. And we low key hating on her. Uh huh.
1: Well, I think this isn't really part of the thing, but you know, I just think of Lizzo and how so many people have things to say about Lizzo, and half the social media is like, "Yes, like we're here for you, like feeling good about yourself and living your best life and show some skin," you know. And there's the other half of people who are like, "No, she's unhealthy." I can understand a little bit from both sides, but also like some people genetics like exactly <laughs> you know we're not all made to be exactly and a hundred pounds. We're really not. And so you know the more that we see it is really awesome like we want to see this body positivity we want to see Alicia's and we want to see Lizzos, you know but don't forget that they are they are being really vulnerable because again, you know mm-hmm. that when they're making these posts, that people are saying rude things, and I don't care if you're famous or you're just a regular degular. That'll get to you after a while, and so be kind with right. your words. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So
0: I did write, I did write some things down just from my own thoughts. Um, so it's a lot, but I think it's it should be said. So. I was just thinking about body shaming and like the origin of it and why it happens and where it comes from. And I basically wrote down body shaming will most likely originate from someone else's negative and unwarranted opinion. Mm -hmm. So if you think about it, if you think of children, like I think of my daughter from the time she was born, to now she thinks she is the sexiest little girl on the planet (laughs) of the earth, okay? She's pretty dang cute. (laughs) Thank you. And that is because we have hyped her up to a point where there's like any negativity that comes towards you, she's like, "Mm, no, I'm cute.
1: Yep, she ain't hearing it.
0: Right, and Mm -hmm. that's because she hasn't hit Unfortunately, she's going to hit people that will say something about her, whether it's her size or Mm -hmm. whatever the case may be. But I believe in her growing up to where she is so confident because of what we have said to her continuously, not just because we want, but because we truly believe it. You're beautiful. You're pretty. You're smart. You're intelligent. Whatever the case may be, those positive affirmations. So I say this to say that, okay, there's people who did not receive that growing up. So they look to other people to validate them. So when others project their insecurities on us as humans, we tend to take that in because we want to be liked, admired and loved. Imagine us walking into a room like we look good. We know we look good. And then you see over in the corner, these people talking about you, how you look. You could have the most confidence in the world. But as a human, you're like, dang, you start looking down at yourself like, is there something on my face? Yeah, is my zipper down? (laughs) Yeah. Right. What's Mm -hmm. going on? So mm-hmm. even if we're the type of people that say and feel like no one else's opinion matters, like you have those people like, I don't care what nobody got to say. I know I'm this. I know I'm that. Mm-hmm. Even if we are that person. There is something inside of us. I don't know whether it's due to traumatic experiences or others just kind of subtly or like overtly body shaming us mm-hmm. that we take that all in and we start to body shame ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. So I use myself as an example. I grew up the same way Lauren's growing up. Like my family, they hyped me up to no end. I I would think I had the most confidence in the world. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until I think it was seventh, eighth, and ninth grade, all the boys, I'm exaggerating, not all, but all the boys <laughs> that I thought were cute and, you know, popular. Yeah. Yeah, call me big nose. I had a big nose. I had one boy that for like a year straight said I was Squidward, like because of my because my nose was too big. Right. And I'm over here like, what? I've never heard that before. I went to my mom and I'm (laughs) like, Mom, these these dudes are bullying me because my nose is big. She was like, well, we have big noses in our families like my family has huge noses, but I never Thought that my nose was big because my parents and my family were like, Girl, you look good, you cute, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. It wasn't until these boys, and we'll get into that. Why are men always the ones that are body shaming women? Yeah, it's it's stupid. But Mm -hmm. these boys started telling me I have a big nose and even saying, Oh, you black with a big nose, all that stuff. Mm -mm. But can I tell you, those are the same boys that tried to ask me out years later. Like, oh, yeah, this is. is, Yeah, that's middle school. But you can see how their uncomfortability with how a certain person looks or their Mm -hmm. insecurities from others telling them that they don't look good or whatever. Mm -hmm. They start to project that on me. And then I start to body shame myself. Yeah. And it's a it's a. It just keeps going on and on yeah. and on and on.
1: Yeah. It's a so. vicious cycle.
0: But why is it always right. men?
1: Why is it always men that have something to say? I don't I have know. No I don't have an answer. Yeah, <laughs> Right.
0: I, <don't, laughs> I couldn't I don't have an answer. answer. Yeah. Like I'm over here trying to like come up with a, a good answer. But I'm like, no, I don't get it because I could see women. I could tell you why women do it. But men. You know, and it's funny because if you ever click on the person
1: who's you know talking smack or whatever throwing shade you go to their page and they've got like no posts and a weird profile pic and just like or no you know what pic. i mean yeah and it's like hmm really <laughs> like right because you know, think down, that just mm-hmm, that person they're reflecting yeah yeah, yeah. but it's, you know i it's think it's not good guys get body shamed too, you know? Um, And and this was something that was kind of new to me and and a new thought because there was this article about um, Pat Maroon, who is a, um, a professional hockey player. He plays for the Lightnings. And basically a broadcaster was throwing shade at his weight on live air, just talking smack about literally commented on his listed weight of 238 pounds and the broadcaster goes on to say that was day one of training camp and kind of laughs and says I have a feeling he's had a few more pizzas between then and now and it's like Mm -hmm. what Mm -hmm. sit down
0: (laughs) sit down
1: and listen so um Pat Maroon ended up donating $2000 um in the broadcaster's name actually to a um to a local nonprofit that helps those struggling with mental health, substance abuse and encouraged others to do the same. But um who does this man think he is to be commenting on somebody's right. weight first of all? Where do people
0: get get this authority? Right. And I would love to talk to that person mm-hmm. and be like, who hurt you? Mm-hmm. Like, and that's a valid question to ask because there is no one that's going to say something about someone else just openly and unwarranted that hasn't been hurt or who hasn't received that. That's the justification that they don't know how to be nice because no one was nice to them. hmm. Yeah. So, I would love to talk to this <clears throat> reporter person and be like, "Who hurt you growing up? Did you have a weight issue growing up? Have you seen, oh, dang, I'm spacing his name. He
1: was the <laughs> this is so bad. He was the um this he was in super bad. Do you know who I'm talking about that um Jonah?" Jonah. Jonah Yep. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. He just came out with a documentary on Netflix because he's really he's opened up about his struggle with weight. And it's a really interesting um, documentary. He's literally talking with his therapist. I brought it up because he talks about how when he was a kid, his mom like sent him to a fat camp and like she addressed his weight um, kind of more than than he thought. Then he thought about it, and so that started that vicious cycle of just an unhealthy idea of weight. And what that looks like. So I think that when we see a leader stepping up and stepping forward to like talk about these kinds of things is just so amazing and heroic and just goes such a long ways. Because, shoot, I struggle with my body image, you know, and it's like even when I get to my quote unquote goal weight, I'm like, gosh, I still don't feel right. And so it's just finding that balance of Eating what I want, but good portions and feeling good about myself. Hitting the gym, but not obsessing about those things. Just making it a healthy lifestyle, right? And
0: I think like that question is such a simple question, but it it makes you think like for you, Alina, when you said like I hit my quote unquote goal weight, but is that enough? Like, why do you like why do you feel the need to keep pushing? Yeah. Why like, am I still unhappy? Of- yeah. Exactly. And I mean, there's, I'm not asking you to go, you know, be all transparent on the podcast, but that's a valid question to ask because like for me looking at you, I think you look bomb. But for, <laughs> Thanks, <boo. laughs> for you, you're like, well, there's certain areas I want to nip here and tuck there and this needs to go away. Why is that? Because there's just certain things that have probably that you've probably seen or have heard that's like, uh, I could, I could look better.
1: Luckily I come from a home like similar to yours where I was hyped Mm -hmm. up and, you know, all that. But I think that goes to show that even when you are brought up in, in that environment, there's a lot of outside influence and, um, it can be deadly for some people. It truly can. It can be deadly and detrimental. And, um, you know, it's just this season of of depression and and um, you know all that stuff, twitch and everything. It just um, I know. I think you just you just truly never know what somebody's going through, and it might sound it might sound silly to some, like you know, eating disorders, but it's it's real life, and that can really make or break somebody, and so it's a serious thing.
0: So Alicia, she could have been on the verge of suicide and said, you know what? I am going to be confident. I am going to fake the confidence. Even if I'm not, I'm going to fake it until I am confident. And so she posts that of her and her husband because her husband could be hyping her up. Sometimes you got to sometimes that's not enough. You got to tell yourself like and believe it. So what if the day she posts that she's like, you know what, husband, I am going to believe that what you say about me is true until I believe it's true. So yeah, let's post this. And then she gets millions of comments of how she looks. And what if she committed suicide? Do you know how many people would just feel like, I, I ain't need to say that. Like, I could have left my comment to myself. We've really got to just kind of like retrain our brains.
1: You know, we, we've talked about... um just like affirmations and things on a different episode and um I think that when you catch yourself thinking these not so uplifting thoughts you gotta just switch it and be like why am I thinking that because Alicia had had said you know people comment or people will think things like oh she must have not been fat when they met or she's got to be rich or he's got a fat fetish or he must be gay it's like what no no they love each other and that's what it is
0: point blank period but you see you see me my first thought was oh maybe they're doing it for money You know, <laughs> and that it was and I'm just here being honest because yeah, I I'm human and it's like I didn't sure. think it was an ugly couple. I just thought, oh, this is a couple they trying to get money off social media. So they say, let's put this because we know it's going to go viral. But it could be they love each other and they just want to show others how happy they are just like other people do all over social media. But that's just so like jacked up
1: to me that that's how our brains have been like, Yeah, I don't know, maybe a
0: little brainwashed
1: to think that because they're mm-hmm. not, their bodies don't match, that there's right. got to be this underlying like thing. And it's like, but what no. is match?
0: That's what I'm saying. Yeah, right. What is it? And that's the thing. It's so sad that we think that we could tell people how they should look and how we should tell, okay, this man is going to look good with this woman because they're both skinny and fit. It just makes no sense. I agree, girl. I don't know where it originated and I really would love to to know, but um, I think we could just kind of end the podcast talking about how we can put an end to body shaming and promote inclusivity and acceptance. Because I think over here in in the Fearless Beauties podcast, we love everyone. We think everyone is bomb. We want to see everyone represented equally. But as you just heard, we still have those thoughts. There's discomfort. Even if we don't want to believe it, there's still discomfort. And we have to figure out why there is discomfort yeah no I just wanted to highlight
1: one more time that our body does not represent our worth our body does not represent our worth so no matter what your weight shape or size is sis rock it as long as you feel good and you're doing good I just I've been trying to be more mindful about like Well, I've talked about this before, who I'm following on social media, but also like, even if they're famous, like I'll just throw a little nice comment, you know, like put more kindness out there. And I think that will kind of like that will kind of blanket and shut out the negativity and the negative thoughts. If we're doing more good than there is bad, I think I think we're winning,
0: you know. And it's rewiring our brains. Like, even if our first thought is like a, eh, let's just say, say the opposite so we can rewire our brains because it's not who we are. It's I think it's just because, like you said, we've been brainwashed. How we've been brainwashed. Yeah. Yeah. So eliminating beauty standards, period. Like, there's no standard. We're all beautiful. And then asking, asking yourself, what is the beauty standard? Like, I honestly think, Alina, that if someone were to ask me what I think the beauty standard is, saying it out loud. Well, not me, because I'm a fearless beauty and I'm just like, (laughs) no, everybody's beautiful. Yeah. But if, you know, those haters on the other side, if I were to seriously ask them, okay, what is your what is the beauty standard? If they were to say it out loud, what they were thinking they would probably gasp at themselves like, oh, my gosh. And then here's the backup question. Do you look like the beauty standard? Mm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Shut them up real quick. Yeah. Because do you look like how you are telling this other person they should look? Mm-hmm. No, you no, you do not. Mm-hmm. No, you do not. Such a valid point. And I think my mind automatically goes to like
1: models um, right. and like who's telling them what they need to be doing and a lot mm-hmm. of the time it's old white men right. <laughs> that do not <laughs> that do not fall under the you know whatever right. beauty standard they are trying to make um, so and most yeah. of the time they
0: don't even want to look like that those models uh-huh. don't want to look like that
1: yep, yep.
0: they yeah. sometimes have to starve themselves
1: a lot of the time they have to starve themselves yeah this money, girl, money, Mm-mm. money, money, money. Mm-mm. So many other things, <laughs> you know, great things that you could be doing to, you know, bring in money.
0: But right, that's that, and that I think brings it to the last point of what we can do to end body shaming. We were just talking about the models, like let's disrupt comfort and disrupt the norm, like Alicia McCarvel, and even Florence Pugh. Like Florence Pugh, she's not bigger. She's not the size of Alicia Carvel, but she wore a sheer dress that showed her nipples and it went viral. People were saying, why are you doing that? Uh, how dare you wear that dress? And she disrupted it and be like, why are you so afraid of nipples? They're mm-hmm. nipples. You know, like, <laughs> we've literally all same. got them. <laughs> right. And it just it just makes sense. Like, let's disrupt what people think is right or let's disrupt what is comfortable and be ourselves
1: and love ourselves and we need more leaders to step up and be vulnerable and and share their stories and and not be afraid of the of the body shaming because we need to see all shapes and sizes otherwise it's not normalized and it doesn't exist right yeah exactly
0: period you're so in. yeah, I think I think that's a great end to this, this podcast yeah. episode. Cool. Again, I think we um, disrupted the norm just by having this conversation.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for so sure. I'm happy about that.
0: Me too. Cool. All right. And we'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye.